Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Radio, you know, it's never a dull moment around here. Yeah, you know, can't say that enough. Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are talking today about masculinity in the church part due. America. I am Ebony Dixon. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Jay Will. Good day, everyone. This is Animal Samson. Hey, guys, this is Beth. What's up, guys? This is El Presidente. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what all this Chuck? Oh, <laughs> bunch of, of characters over here. Oh, Gotta yeah. love them. We got Debbie in the house. Yes, we're bringing you another great topic. And if you have any great topics yourself, please go to our Facebook page, Freethinkers Radio, and leave us your topic suggestions or go to www.freethinkersradio.com. And yeah. we would like for you to leave a comment, maybe request a song, tell us about your birthday, your anniversaries. And feel free to think freely. Yeah, welcome back to Free Thinkers Radio. This Kiara shared, you make me better. masculinity in your church part two and um one thing that we want to touch on is like how jesus is portrayed from the pulpit you know um some people's like you know he's real dainty and nice and peace and peace you know and nobody ever talks about the lion i'm a man you know i'm 40 <laughs> oh my goodness so what do you guys have to say about like jesus how jesus is being portrayed from the pulpit I'm going to let Elliot start off because this is going to be an interesting conversation. (laughs) I think you have to portray him both ways. I think for the most part, there is a watered down gospel being presented. I do believe that. Um, But I think you just have to present him well-rounded. You can't say he's just 
Jesus coming with a sword in his mouth gonna kill everybody, blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> you know, you have you have to teach the grace side, but you also have to teach the wrathful side. I mean, we churches either deal with one or the other; they don't mix it up. And see, that's where I think there's an unbalanced view of Jesus, because. Um, to talk about the Jesus that sits on the throne in Revelations, when it talks about the sword protruding from the mouth, you also have to re remember that Jesus is a part of the Father. So, as a father and a husband, if someone was attacking my household and I didn't have a weapon at hand, on hand, I would go out all out war and do whatever I could to defeat them to protect my family, right? Well, that's what Jesus looks like. Because when Jesus is sitting on the throne, he's not a warlord from the standpoint of he's, you know, just killing everybody and taking names. But he's on the throne as a father, as a leader, as a king who's going to go through all out war for his people. If we're not pe teaching that type of Jesus, what type of Jesus are we teaching? Well, I mean, it, you have to be balanced in it because he, you know, the Bible says that we are like uh, lambs led to the slaughter. And so that doesn't sound like he's doing a lot of fighting um in actuality he's you know he's with us he's for us and he doesn't let the world overtake us before our time but sometimes he allows things to come in our lives but at the same time he said i didn't come to make peace on earth but i came to bring a sword and so it's just the the balance of it you know uh, and i think sometimes our, our perceptions get warped because we hear about john laying on jesus chest but if your your perception of the world has been perverted you think, oh, he was a punk, or he was soft because he let another man lay on his chest. No, that's not soft, that's not punk. That's called fellowship, love, camaraderie. Mm -hmm. It's just in a straight way, and it's not perverted by TV and, you know, society. Well, I mean, How many men here would let another man lay on your chest? Do you? Do yeah, you? of course I would. You would? Yeah. His I, name is Zion. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Man, it's all contextual. It's all contextual. If you got, if you're hanging out with a buddy of yours, a male friend of yours, and he just decides, I'm just gonna sit in your lap and we're gonna cuddle. That's weird. That happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna be honest. Look at the life of Christ. I mean, let's be real. Look at the life of Christ. All right. There's nothing non-masculine that he didn't do. All right. You know, was he affectionate toward? toward the, his followers and everything? Yeah, he was. Um, Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. John 3.17 tells us that. Mm. You know, he's also the lion and the lamb. Right. All right. But see, you used, the words you used there, uh, what did you just say? Affectionate. Affectionate. And I think that's what people get mixed up. To be affectionate to another man isn't a, an issue. You know what I'm saying? If I have a, a friend who is having some sort of serious issue and he just like breaks down crying, I'm just gonna stand there and just watch him cry? No, I mean like as a brother, yeah, I'm gonna hold him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if my dad were to see me crying, he'd hold me. You know what I'm saying? It, I, it's it's all about context. If you make it weird, then it's gonna be weird. Well, and just really quickly, um, intimacy is really important in relationships. You know, two guys that are close friends, they need to be intimate, but it's not meaning sexually. Exactly. It, and God made us with emotions. He made us with our mental capabilities, our physical, like all of those things are really important to consider. And that makes a whole person. He enveloped the fruits of the spirit. He enveloped every single one of them. Love, joy, peace, the whole nine yards. That's who he is. You're free to think freely. You think it's radio. Urban Christian Music. This is Red. Breathe into me. Feel free to think freely. This is how it feels when I ignore the words you spoke to me. And this is where I lose myself when I keep running away from you. And this is who I am when, when I don't know.
Yo, what's up? This is AC from Urban City Radio, and you're listening to Cannon. Take it all away on Free Thinkers Radio. Losing my patience, I wish you could take it all away I feel like I can't take it, cause I would have been us alone My heart is racing, wish you could take it all away Take it all away, 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 take it all away Take it all away We're back. <laughs> Free Thinkers Radio. We're talking about masculinity in the church. And last segment, <laughs> we left off with um, Elliot. You were talking about the fruit, fruit of the spirit. Yeah. What I was saying was, um, you know, if you look at Jesus's life, he he enveloped every single one of the fruits of the spirit, which are uh, love, joy, peace. Forbearance, kindness, goodness. Yeah, love, Joe Peace. That's all one word. Um, goodness, <laughs> faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Which nowadays you don't see a lot of the gentleness part, the love part, from men because it's taboo to kind of show those things. What unfortunately we get a lot from our mothers, which can can be a reason for I guess single parent households with just a mother especially that are in church kind of takes away from the masculinity of the church when a guy has nothing else to base his love and his gentleness off of it's a different kind of love and gentle coming from a father yeah i agree with that um i think too that mothers um there, you know, they always talk about how there's a majority of the women in the church, so that's where I think that spiritual leader in the home comes from, especially with there being a lot of single parent homes and even women that are married. Because why? Why do you might, think? Why do you think that is true? Why do you think there's more women? Well, I don't know. Well, I say when it's eighty uh, percent of the evangelical church of today is women. That's a, that's a statistic from 2013, to be exact. I got it from the Gospel Coalition earlier. Um, when 80% of the church is portrayed as is majority women, you're not going to teach a bold, strong gospel, in my opinion. In my humble opinion, um, because it might seem too, well, they're trying to be dominant. They're trying to be domineering, and it's like, well, I think that's when you got to come in and be able to explain. And, and I think that's a big thing. A lot of people are too afraid to tell the truth because they're not, I don't know if it's they're just afraid to say it or they're not sure how to communicate it and actually, you know, explain the truth they're trying to speak. But if you're so worried about, you know, it coming off as, oh, well, men are dominant and domineering and blah, 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 then why don't you explain the point of who Jesus is and why his masculinity is important? Whether you're teaching women or not. Well, that's because I think they're going to start a lot of church leaders. And I'm not putting all churches on blast. I'm saying some church leaders feel like they're going to push away the majority of their crowd. If 80% of the church is women and you push away 60% of them because of a, 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 dominate, a dominant gospel that God is a father, even though he's a gentle, he's, he's peaceful, he's long-bearing, and, and he's uh, long-suffering, he has all these attributes. Mm -hmm. He still have manly attributes in the Bible. But okay. see, there's there's got to be a way to explain that, though, and you just did half of it by talking about all his other attributes. Obviously, this male, this strong male dominance is not the only attribute he has. So, I mean, I don't see why, you know, 
a bunch of women would say, oh, well, this guy's only domineering, even though he's loving, affectionate, this, this, and this, you know what I'm saying, and leave the church. How did the church get to be 80% women? That There's is question. my question. Like, why did the church get to be that way? Now, that's a hard question to answer, honestly. From everything I've been reading, um, it all points back to the 50s and 60s when during the time of the wars and the, the um, Vietnam Wars, World War II, around those times when a lot of men left the household and women were the ones that were there to lead basically and take up and then with the um, the, uh, uh, the feminine the feminine movement, uh, um, equal rights movement for women <clears throat> either all of a sudden if you want to keep those women who want to that want to see equal even though women are equal with men they have there's women there's godly women and there's godly men both have their place in the church hmm. but that doesn't mean uh, we have the same attributes right emotional attributes physical attributes things to that we do and say a man is supposed to lead his household a certain way and a woman is supposed to take care of her household a certain way Interesting. Free thinkers radio. <laughs> feel free to think hurt? freely. And feel free to think freely, y'all. <laughs> you got stumped. That pause. That's why I've been on Yeah. This to the new joint from Derek Minor. No quit. Feel free to think freely. This is Mercy Me. Shake. Shake, rattle, and roll or something. I don't know. Feel free to think freely. I just can't believe where my life was at. All that I know is my heart was broken. I don't ever want to go back. Ain't no explanation how I saw the light. Seem fine. A million worlds was upside down, and it's right between me and you. 
We are back at Freethinkers Radio. Uh, y'all pray for me. Um, we're talking about masculinity in the church. And last segment, we were talking about 80% of the church is made up of women. And it's like, you know, we got on the topic of like, why? Why? Why is that so? And we started talking about, you know, when the men went off to war and things of that nature that women had to step up. And and now it's like, um, now that there's more single parent homes, women are having to step up. So it's like, hmm, could these be like seasons that these things are happening? I don't know. But um, and then we started talking about submission, like yeah, men having a problem submitting to authority. Yeah. We, for the, for the most part, men have been taught that you establish, you set the rules, you set the boundaries. You be the authority. You be the authority, especially in your household. You never let, you never look weak in front of your wife or in front of your kids, and you never let anybody disrespect you. And so when you walk into a church, now all of a sudden you're stepping you in God's got, house. Yeah, you step in God's house. <laughs> Somebody who pastor, has more authority than you. Yeah, now the pastor is is the man of God, the man in charge. He's the point. And one. so now. How do you handle this? Will pride set in or would you actually submit to... Yep. Or would you not co- go at all? And, yeah, and I want to point out that just because men were taught that that they are the end-all, say-all type thing in their home and everything doesn't mean that that is actually truth. Because a marriage is a partnership. It is not the man saying this is my way or the highway. So just because men think that way and then they can't deal with it in in the church doesn't make it right. It sounds, yeah, yeah, that you, sounds good, but what? God did say the hit man was the head of the household. Yeah, but see, even yeah. even the non-church goers have heard the wives be submissive to your husband. Yeah. But they never get the other part. Uh, husbands love, love your, your wife, wife as, as Christ loves love the church. church. Yeah, absolutely. You should be willing Boom. to lay your life down for your wife. See, here's the thing. If you relate this back to nature, right? If you look at nature, all creatures in the jungle, when it comes to like lions and tigers and stuff like that, lions and, and tigers bears. And bears. Oh my! <laughs> um, when you look at like, if you look at a lion, right? Okay, you look at a lion and you see how he manages his pride. Uh. The women, the female, the lioness, will go out and hunt for the food, right? right? Stuff. And it seems like the the lioness will do most of the work. But if another lion comes to try and attack that lion's pride. The male lion's gonna be like, okay, listen, you need to back down before you get ripped, because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's and it's the same way in the human race. I think when, it, when you really look at it, everything in nature, whether it be animals or whether it be humans, because we're nothing but some animals. I mean, we're all like that. You know what I'm saying? It, it's I'm something an that's coded. It's something in a man's code that says, okay, I'm being approached or my situation is being is being questioned. Mm. I need to make sure they know. That they can't question me, they can't come past me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm right here. Then and how does that and, and how does that go into the church then? Well, and that that goes back to the idea of the man being the head of the household. But once again, like I said, in nature, the lioness, she gets, she goes and gets the food. Right? That's simply a symbol, a symbolism of the fact that the the woman is the helpmate. Not meaning that she's lesser than the male. It simply means that the the indecision will be whatever it is that the man says. I hopefully think, though, yeah. hopefully he is guided properly and will make the That's right true. decision so that way his wife be, will be willing to submit to him and say, okay, you know what? I understand what you're saying. Boom I got on that. I'm yeah. Preach. Well, I, think, I think another thing is trust. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, trust is a huge part. You know, we dudes walk into church and they feel like they can't trust nobody. They're going to go up all, already guarded. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you don't have to walk up in, into a church, you know, at no hard and stuff. Yeah, I think it too is uh, is teaching styles. Like as a pastor, as a leader, when you have men coming into uh, coming to worship, I think if you approach it as I'm the top dog and y'all submit to me, oh yeah, he then gonna you're gonna you're gonna have some problems. You're gonna meet some resistance. <clears throat> but if you enter this thing like it's supposed to be as a co-laborer 
and God has just placed me as the head or placed me, well, not as the head, but as the leadership part. Yeah, but I think you have to teach. Yeah, you have to that's teach. How, that's the teaching moment. But I also think, it's again, going back to the uh, image of the Jesus we teach. Jesus, I think women are more willing to submit. I see it is because of the love he presents, but men are not willing to present because they don't see a, a strong Jesus. Mm. You're free. Bye bye. Free. Free thing is radio. <laughs> I don't mind if he use me. Kingdom citizens. That's my boy Dior. Use me. I got time to waste my time. Tickets up father gave me my shine. So I won't stop to gave me my time. Yeah, we sitting in here, Free Things Radio, AC from Urban City. Uh, you know, here y'all talking about masculinity in the church, yep. man. So, so, uh, Dave, put me on, man, because I'm looking at this like, I'm looking at it like crazy right now. Man, I mean, I mean, uh, we, we, this is the second part of the show, and we, um, we, I think we kind of covered most things. I think the only thing we might, we probably missed in this is the fact that I think we uh, we forget this is warfare yeah. and that men have a warrior spirit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're a warrior, who you gonna follow? You gonna follow somebody who you know gonna go to war with you. You, you know what I'm saying? With you. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. If, if me and you walking together, I gotta know the cats ain't no jumping. You know what I'm saying? If it's a, if it's two cats try to get at me, it's two on two. Yes, two on one yes, and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, that's the biggest problem that I see in a lot of churches, man, is that you, is the absence of true leadership. Uh, it's more so of a commercialism, more so of propaganda. And so, you know, in, in the spirit of true leadership, it's like I follow what I feel uh, brings out the best in me, what, what can attest to what I have, and what can meet me at my point of reference. And for a lot of men, my point of reference is uh, survival. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So if it's like, if I don't feel like you fit for my survival, then why would I follow you? Real talk. Like, like and, and cat, cats walk into a church and y'all don't look battle ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all can't go to war in my in my hood, y'all can't walk down my block. Y'all, yeah. can't, can't, y'all get robbed. Ain't you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm not to bring y'all home. I can't bring y'all home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, it, and, it, and you know, not to be too secular with it, but just, I mean, let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Growing up in the hood, right? You know what I'm saying? If you grew up in the neighborhood, your whole neighborhood was crib. You know what I'm saying? You ain't walking through that joint like I'm a blood. Right. Because you recognize the dangers of, of not only claiming that set, but what came with that territory. Now, it's funny because here is the church. We're supposed to be a kingdom and supposed to claim territory, but, but we allow anything to be within that territory. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. I mean, you think about it. The church, the, the church allows stuff that we don't. We would have never allowed. You remember what happened to Cisco? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh, y'all remember what we did to Cisco? Yeah. Church don't, don't do that to cats. Yeah, huh? yeah. Y'all let them jokers get on stage and sing. Man, what? <laughs> them jokers never seen, never heard from Cisco again. That's how we act out there, man. But just let, you know what I'm saying? But if y'all say y'all got to stand it and y'all don't even hold that thing, man, please. Y'all ain't better about it already, man. <laughs> Bring the real back. Yeah, free thank this radio, man. Yeah. 
We gonna keep this music going. We got Bring It On by Cutlass. Feel free. All the heartache of our crimes, the innocent, the helpless, here and gone. So we call out to your name, save us from our shame. segment last segment we have to do it over (laughs) anyways we are talking about masculinity in the church you don't need to know what's going on behind the closed um, doors (laughs) well i I felt i wanted to say that because they were like why does she sound like that well that's why stop telling people what's going on in our house (laughs) anyways um it's just me and beth here sitting here with these four men's yeah men's and we we, i love the women to know um as men, as men, what do you want to see happen in the church? Um, I want to see a more balanced gospel preached. Sometimes we lean too much to the fact that God is loving, God is caring and all these things, but he's also the God that judges. So he cared about us enough to, to extend the hand of grace to save us. But he also is so perfect and so just that if we don't, we deny that hand, he's going to judge us. We need to preach both both gods, both sides, the balance of them. Right, that 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 Jesus is like like Jay said, his grace and his mercy is shown to us daily, but he's the same one who will spew us out of his mouth if we are lukewarm and not on fire for him. Um, me personally, I wanna see more more camaraderie, more more groups for men within the church, whether it's a band of brothers, um, whether it's uh, a group of men getting together on the weekend or you know go, going to different men's conferences together because there's such certain dialogue that we as men have to have with each other that we can't have in front of our wives that we can't have with our wives um, iron is to sharpen iron and we need other men in our lives to keep us strong to keep us built up and as men you know we need to surround ourselves with other manly Christians um, and you know, in doing so, we can man up. And you know, a true man is gonna show masculine qualities when it comes to the church. He's also gonna be loving enough to serve his wife the proper way, as Christ serves the church and loves the church. And I think that's important that we do that. I just, I think, um, I just want to see the church be more intentional about it because. For the longest, uh, women have been uh, carrying the church on, and the church has survived because of the women, and we thank God for them. But I think uh, when we see a change in society, it's going to start with the men, because the fathers are back on their posts as the pre- as the priests and the kings, the household in their, in their communities. And I think when we become more intentional, we will uh, be more inviting for men to come, because even our worship, you know, you know how many times you say. Lift your hands. 
in the presence of the Lord, and most guys aren't really like, oh, here we go with this, making me respond. But at the same time, I think when we give them an opportunity to grow, mature in their faith, their walk with God, they will start to show that affection, they show that emotion. But I think we have to be attention. Simply put, church, not necessarily all churches, but some churches are preaching somewhat of a weak Jesus and not giving a full, proper representation of Christ. So first, all churches need to make sure they're giving a proper, full, well-rounded, and equalized and balanced representation of Christ. So that way, women get to know Jesus the way they need to get to know him, and men get to know Jesus the way that they need to get to know him. And also, you also you got to really make sure that men feel welcome in the church. You want to make sure that men actually feel like they can be men in the church and they're not sitting in a building, you know, listening to something a bunch of women need to hear. And you need to make sure that men have that camaraderie, whether it be through, you know, male small groups or whether it be through other outlets. So I definitely think that you should make sure that men have that, that feeling of safety. Men need to have that feeling of, okay, I can be who I am as a man in Christ. That's right. So. <laughs> That's some good stuff. Just in case we want to let a bark out or a growl out, you know, we ain't going to get looked at sideways. be all right. Start That's right. bucking in the church. My apologies. <laughs> when the worst get real good, we just want to, oh, <laughs> hallelujah, we love you. Ah, Jesus, ah, make it go, ah. Yes, bumps. Jesus, make it go, ah. Yeah. Yeah. We just touched chest. Feel free to think freely. Oh my bro. Alright, alright. Um, feel free to think freely. This is Jordan Armstrong. Bless up. Bless up. This is not a song about marijuana. Thank you. This is Free Thinkers Radio. Bless up. Bless up. I thank God for my bless up. Colton Dixon, Limitless, feel free to think freely.
continue to uh, give you information to stop you from hustling backwards. Um, our tip for today is to be successful where you're at before you, um, you know, go on to your next level and your next harvest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Finish cultivating the field you're in. Um, case in point, the Honorable Dr. Willie Wilson. Ah, Dr. Professor. <laughs> Ran for um, the office of mayor of Chicago and lost badly, <laughs> uh, pretty badly. And so uh, uh, Dr. Wilson then decided, you know what, I ain't want to be mayor no way. <laughs> yeah. I want to be president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can reach that. That's he can do that. And, 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 and see, but I want, I, you know, before I but before I give y'all an example of what it looks like when you do that, I just want you to to know that this is the this is something you need to understand. Don't skip steps. Be yeah. successful where you're at. I mean, uh, if you know when you're ready to go to that next level, you'll know because you'll be successful at the level you're at. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll go out there and you know with your hopes and your dreams and all that, and you go hire a videographer <laughs> um, and put together the best presidential candidate speech. And you, you know, get somebody to write a speech for you to put on the teleprompter. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you attempt to read it. And this happens. And it sounds a little bit like this. Opportunity to the poor area of our country is the best way to keep drugs and criminal influence out. With the extreme wealth and the intelligence we have, we can certainly find a way. Give people the option of a better lifestyle and you build a better future for all of us. If elected president, I will put this high on my list of priorities. Paid for by Willie Wilson 2016. You'll be paying for stuff like that. We'd like to thank Willie Wilson for being the example. Yes, sir, Mr. Of hustling Willie. backwards. Yes, sir, Mr. Willie. Thank you. Thank you. you thank think you. You could have uh, paid to get that speech impediment fixed. I'm just saying. I'm just I, saying. You could have yeah. paid somebody else to say that for you. Like Ice. Well, Ice would have did a better job, but somebody <laughs> Ice would have done a better job. We like to thank Ice for his contribution. Free things right here, man. Hey. Ice is my dude, man. You know what? We gonna keep going with the music, <laughs> and we gonna let Johnny Diaz breathe. Free thinkers radio. Ice Bye. Come back, Ice. <laughs> Where you going? Alarm clock screaming, bare feet hit the floor. Hands off to the races, everybody out the door. I'm feeling like I'm falling behind. It's a crazy life. 90 miles an hour, going fast as I can. Trying to push a little harder, trying to get the upper hand. So much to do in so little time. It's a crazy life. It's ready, set, go. It's another wild day when the stress is on the rise. In my heart, I feel you say, just breathe. Just Come and rest at my feet and be just be chaos calls, but all you really need is to just breathe. Third cup of Joe just to get me through the day.
course, we have the interview once again. Uh, another segment of the interview with Pastor Andre Barnes from I'm Just Saying Dre and the Bishop Eric Davis. Remember, get the app. The entire 30-minute interview is on the app. Here's another little snippet from it right here. Then let's look at the contemporary church, what we'll call the universal church, okay. and see how much does that church look like the church of the Bible. That's the first thing we did. Okay. So when we look at the church universal, how does it look? Wow, wow, it doesn't look like the church of the Bible. Okay, now let's come to the church local. Okay. How does the church local, does it look like the church of the Bible? Okay. Or does it look like the church universal? Okay. And he asked clearly, what does it look like? It doesn't look like the church of the Bible. Okay, what do we need to do to make it look like the Bible? Well, the first thing is understand that God's culture is a patriarchal culture. So the first thing we need to begin to do is set the man the way Christ came to. He's the second Adam. Where Adam failed, it, it was his job to right the wrong of Adam. To re-aim the to man. To re-aim, re-aim the man. The so man. the first thing, yeah. we're not going to be able to look like the church of the Bible if the man is out of position. Right. So we came up with the concept of frontliners. Okay. And by that, we, we, we were countercultural in terms of church. Because we said we're not going to look at a man by virtue of what he has become. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at him as, as it relates to what he was created to be. Right. Because at some point, the Hebrew, Moses, wow. will come into conflict with the Egyptian you've become. So yeah. whether you became a drug de- a drug head, whether you became an alcoholic, whether you became whatever, we're not going to look at what you became. We're going to look at what you, create, what you were on, created to be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just say, matter of fact, the Moses and the Egypt thing again. Say that again. <laughs> Moses was born Hebrew, yeah, Hebrew, right? But he spent his. If you look at Moses' life in thirds, it's 20, 120 years, three cycles 40, of 40. 40. Yes, sir. But he spent 40 years of his life becoming Egyptian, right? But it's not what he was created to, to be. be. And so he became something he wasn't created to be because of his environment, because of the atmosphere and environment. On, he got God. thrust into something, got a culture that shaped him Woo. out of what he was created to be. Now, he was successful hold in on, what he on, became. Come back. Shaped him out of? He was shaped out of what he was created to be. And so he was created to be Hebrew, but Hebrew, but he was shaped out of it. But at some point, what you're created to be will come into conflict with what you've become. So what you see is in, in contemporary uh, culture is we become we become pimps and whores and, mm, and drug mm, dealers mm. and users. But you weren't born to be that. Mm. You weren't born word, to be, word, word. you know what I mean, to be a part of the criminal element word, or gang leader. Word, word. And so what happens is we have to learn in the church is to not get consumed with what a man has become, mm. but recognize what he was created to be. Yes, so sir. what we began to do in the church was create a culture that called men back to what they were created called to be, be, but not trip over what they became. Came. So if, a, if you come in the in the church and you spent all weekend binging, I'm not residue. tripping because yeah. you got alcohol got coming out of your pores, yeah. Yeah. or I can smell a hint of marijuana in your clothes. Yeah. I'm not, that's what you've become. Yeah. I'm going to call you to what God created you to be. Word, and what word. we discovered in that is that most men heed the call. They just aren't used to hearing it. And and only another man yeah. can call a man forth. Well, let's advance that, let's that, that discussion. Let's, let's advance that. Let's because see. when Moses came out of Egypt in conflict with himself, he went to Midian. But he met women at the well. Teach but man. the one who called him into Peace and safety was Jethro, Jethro. a man. Come on, man, not just any man, a father. Yes, sir. And so it, it, it requires a father to call a man into his purpose, into his being. And, uh, and, and that's where we realized we had to do that in the church. Yeah, but you, 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 cannot, you cannot have, here it is, a father operating in, 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 in his entire entirety mm-hmm. in a matriarchal culture. So you can't go into the house of Big Mama and Daddy's role be what it is supposed to be. Come There's going to be an encroachment from Big Mama. Gotcha. You have to go into the house of a patriarch to do that. So what we had to do in the church was turn the church back patriarchal, where we honor Ephesians. Ephesians, we we don't we don't quote scripture right because culturally we reverse it. We say honor your mother and your father. It's not what the Bible says. The Bible says honor your father and, your mother. and mother. Yeah. And so even in our language, you know, God gets, makes it to the pros, hi mom. So we're, we're used to honoring dad second. Mm. But what we did is went back to the Bible and honored father first because mother came from father. And that's all we can give you. That's all we can give you. Like we told you before, get the app. The entire 30-minute interview with Pastor Andre Barnes from I'm Just Saying Dre and the Bishop Eric Davis from Word of God Church is on the app. Click on exclusive content. Follow us on SoundCloud. It's all there. It's all there. Uh, Get this out. Get this to all the men. Um, Also, check out I'm Just Saying Dre 
bringing the word to the streets every Wednesday and Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, on Freethinkers Radio. Y'all know what time it is. We about to wrap it up. Before we go, we got to give you one by the urban missionary himself. OG, Flame, song's called Baited, featuring Fadel. Feel free to think freely. Yes. I know we rap like them, but love we sounded like we sounded like, but very different, like a harmony. I took advice from my daddy and my mama. Neal. They say, boy, this world can be kind of cold, but you create energy depending on what kind of cold. That's cold. Meaning make the most of your situation. But what if your situation was way worse? I'm talking black suits, Paul Barrows, black purses, way worse. What if we were sleep and thinking we awake and all the material things we've been given were fake and all the Bentleys, Bugattis and Basils they was baked and that was a fire the cooking places on the plate and that was a person with a rod reeling a scene and had his arm hooked homie like smoking them tears but then there was a guy who sent his only son Ian in to come and rescue women and men from out they seeing trying to free you from the trap boy but them one set the trap but them one set the trap but them one set the trap them one set the trap but 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 them one set the trap Tell Drake I need me some new friends Cause the old friends think that I'm the old him Nah, brand new, new car smell Got me smiling when I excel Back then I was a lookout boy <laughs> Ain't nothing changed, I'm like look out boy That trap right there may make you stay rock That trap right there may get your head pop Bang, mm. we die so young How we alive but we die so young mm. Oxymoron, but think on it At least that's what I asked him to do But his passions outweigh the passions of truth Ooh. High, rich, miserable man Funny how the trap looks the same But the cheese different uh, We all got the same heart condition Y'all You know I had to run it back. Yeah, it's time for the feature song of the night, Tadashi, 808, Freethinkers Radio. You, you got my heart, you got my heart going down in flames, and it's beating, and it's beating like an 808, like boom, 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 like an 808, like boom, 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 boom. Hold 
steps you Leave it all to me, I do the sweeping Off your feet of the kitchen, feet up when you need it Hold you down like I promised playing games I don't want it, mama told me talk to shit So I put a ring on it And I ain't running game, I'm running to you Switching up my hand, got my fame on you Nothing was the same, same day you came through You the one to blame for the flame and the shame Can't contain all the things that I'm feeling All the things that I'm feeling Catch your feelings while I'm riding like you Thank y'all, thank y'all once again for the opportunity for us to enjoy y'all and y'all to enjoy us. Same time as I turn the app on trying to see this long schedule of situations we got going on. Monday. What's going on Monday day? Monday, Freethinkers Radio, 2 to 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, Truth Tuesdays with Genesis. 2 to 4 p.m. 2 to 4 p.m. Also, uh, for on the Tuesday, just be on the lookout. Five to nine, them Baxters are coming on the next That's couple word, of weeks. Word. Out of Philadelphia, amazing, amazing couple. I had a chance to talk with them. They're amazing people. Y'all gonna love them. Uh, every Wednesday and Friday, I'm just saying, Dre, taking yes, the word to the streets. streets. Oh, yeah. With oh, yeah. Reverend Andre Barnes. That guy. That guy. That guy, man. Get that word. That's all I can say. Just don't be, uh, don't be, a, don't, don't, don't be anything he's aiming at. That word, I'm <laughs> yes, just saying. It's real, for real. Hey, track stars. Track stars. Thursdays. Hey, Thursdays. Every Thursday, nine to eleven, man. We said they was coming. We got them, and they here. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Ryan mm-hmm. Righteous. Um, Friday. Like we said, Friday. Here we right. go. I'm just saying, Dre, yeah, two to four p.m. DJ I Rock Jesus, five to six p.m. Okay. DJ Jesus Beat Show live from Beaufort, six to nine p.m. Urban City Radio, it's the city, it's the city. Nine up, to twelve p.m. Bringing you the sound of boots on the ground. Boot up. Saturday, man. Eleven a.m. to two p.m. DJ Jesus Beat Show. 2 to 4 p.m. Free Things Radio Show. One of these times you listen to us right now. Unleashed with Jay Roach out of Greenville, North Carolina from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, Free Things Radio from 6 to 7 p.m. <laughs> 7 to 8 p.m. We have DJ I Rock Jesus. Um, <laughs> 8 to 9 p.m. DJ Sean Blue with Street Hymns Radio. He goes hey, who we got? Who else we got? Finally. 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 City Take. City Take. Live from Atlanta. 9 to midnight. Every Saturday, Sunday, Sunday morning preparations, and look out for D. Dwayne Bake coming with his show, five o'clock to six p.m. Every Sunday. I told y'all I'd get this whole thing out before this thing went, before this uh, song ran out. Yes, Here you yes. go. See that right there? Yeah. Hashtag Don't Sleep. Jesus. Free Thinkers Radio. Sound of victory, baby. <laughs> we out. His arms are open to all. As far as the east is from the west. Searching for one who will worship him in these last and evil days Will you come and dine with the king? Will you give your life to Christ? Huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.